and welcome to Two Ghouls, One Brain Cell. You have a lot of options when it comes to horror movie podcasts. But we're the worst! I just paid an $80 fine for riding public transport without a ticket. Teresa. And I'm... There is a house in New Orleans that called the Rising Star. <laughs> That's me. I really like this song. This song plays a lot in this movie. And then I went onto Spotify and I now have like three different covers of this song saved. Uh, my favorite one is uh, Five Finger Death Punches. Highly wow. recommend. I didn't even notice uh, that song. <gasps> what? I love this song. Well, I'm glad you and do. And then I sang it around my house to my dog. What's that? I'm glad you like it. I feel like if someone were to make a bingo of this show, every card would have star sings. <laughs> but I just love singing. I can't help it. Normally, I only get to sing you have for a my dog. Voice. <laughs> I'm I'm most proud of my Elvis impression. It's like oh. And so I feel like a lot of times when I'm singing, sometimes it just devolves into my Elvis impression. Mm, I get that. I mostly normally only sing for my dogs, so it's nice to actually have other people listening to me. You remember uh, when we were in a studio together and you were right next to me and you would just break out into a wonderful song, like singing the... No, I... Oh! I don't know. What did we sing? Yes, one of my again. I have so many like weird pipe dreams that like will never come true. But one of them is I want to be a lesbian phantom. (laughs) Though you turn from me to glance behind, I've been watching Nicole Scherzinger's um, Phantom of the Opera, and she sings with four phantoms. I'll send it to you. It's the funniest shit ever. Oh my god! Because three of them are just like gross old men, and the one of them's hot (laughs) and he's the only one that gets to touch her in the performance and i'm like yes she put that in her contract i know (laughs) mad respect okay so what movie are we talking about today (laughs) yes okay the wheel has chosen one of my favorite uh indie movies from 2017 Mm -hmm. the endless yay clap 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 and Teresa, so this was my second time watching it. Teresa, you said last week you'd never even heard of this one no, before, right? No, I didn't. Yeah. Yes, this is so good. I'm so excited because now we have, like, the two perspectives. Like, I loved watching this movie for the first time. You really don't know what's happening. No idea. I was so lost. <laughs> I'm so... I love that because I, I, I'm going to tell you what. You need to watch this a second time because it's so cool watching it when you know what's happening. Fair, fair, fair. I don't know. I I absolutely hated the younger brother in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I definitely prefer the older brother, too. The older brother is Justin, I believe. And this movie is made by two dudes named Aaron and Justin. And I love how they just kept their real names for their characters. No, like they're, they're both directed by the dudes that acted in it, right? Yeah, no, Aaron... The main actors are the the directors. Yeah, so the movie is directed by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. Uh, and then Justin Benson wrote the movie. And then Aaron Moorhead is a cinemat- cin- the cinematographer. And basically, when you see 
Cinnamon. It's either the opening or the end credits. You just see their names like a hundred times. And it's really funny. And so <laughs> Justin plays Justin and then Aaron plays Aaron. Justin's the big brother. Aaron's the little brother. God, I really hated Aaron a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love this. <laughs> okay. So this movie... I feel like we get a lot of movies that start with quotes. Um, one of them's an actual quote by noted racist H.P. Lovecraft. Hey, um, do you want to read the quote for us? Reformed racist? What? He had a cat named the N-word. Yeah, but he, like, realized his 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 bad ways before oh, he Oh, did died. he? Oh, Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't see his YouTube apology. I didn't see his YouTube apology post, <laughs> Teresa. No, it's like it's like well his YouTube apology that, video. Like, it's HP Lovecraft. Oh, yeah. He like his YouTube apology all video right. had him coming out and as a, a, a he apologized for all of his wrongdoings and he realized the error of his ways. I'm sorry I named my cat a slur. I didn't. I wasn't conscious of my actions. I'm sorry. I, I've never watched one of those YouTube apology videos all the way through. They're just, a, they're so fucking funny. It's like, I'm sorry. Do you know how many YouTube apologies I've watched? Dude, I've watched <laughs> so many of them. Dude, at least like at least one of like the YouTubers I watch pretty frequently have made a YouTube apology. Oh like at God. least once. <laughs> what does the HP and HP Lovecraft stand for? Harry Potter. Harry Harold Potter Potter. Lovecraft. <laughs> Harold. No, Harold Plan. No, it's Harold Planter Lovecraft. Wow. The third. I, I, is it? Is it? What is it actually? Do you know? You read the quote while I look it up. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll read the quote. So the quote in the beginning of the movie by H.P. Lovecraft is the oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear. And the oldest and strongest kind of fear is the fear of the unknown. Oh, his name is Howard Phillips, by the way. It's not really uh, cool. Anything exciting. But he also looks like a big nerd. He is a big nerd. He literally looks like a big nerd. He literally wrote fantasy horror, so it sounds like a big nerd to me. You think, uh, you think he ever got his hands on some tentacle hentai? Dude, you know that right? man was into tentacle hentai. <laughs> it didn't exist back I then. I mean, but you, you know probably that man was. No, it did. There's historical. There is historical tentacle hentai, and I know because we looked at it in my art history class on a projector in front of my entire high school art class. Wow, I love that for you. Thank you so much. All right. Did you read the second quote? I'm sorry. I was distracted. No, you cut me off, but it's okay. I will will recount the second quote. Yes, the second quote, please. Friends tell each other how they feel with relative frequency. Siblings wait for a more convenient time, like their deathbeds. Unknown. Did you say like their deathbeds? Did you get cut <laughs> off? We just discuss how st- how stupid you think yeah, that's. Yeah, said- I said it. You think it's stupid? So I, I'll, I'll get this out of the way. I don't know. Jack I think it's sh- fucking stupid. I, I don't know jack shit about siblings. I am an only child. I have 500 cousins, but no siblings, so I'm, and you have, you have an older brother, so I'm, I'm gonna divert all my sibling 
questions and sibling hot takes to you. Why is this stupid? I'm excited to hear. Um, well, it depends. I I have an older brother who's five years older than me, and we didn't really communicate all that much, especially about feelings up until our late twenties, early twenties. So. I'm saying it's more stupid in the sense of how the original comment, original quote is from H.P. Lovecraft, and it talks about the fear of the unknown, and then the quote is from the unknown. (laughs) A.K.A. the writers of this movie. the unknown is both highlighted. I just find that Uh, really stupid. You get it? (laughs) Oh, wait. Uh, I don't know. So, Teresa, I'm so excited. This is your first time um, taking the reins for a bit. You want to get into this plot, sis? Let's get into it. Oh, gosh. I hope I don't fuck this it's up. It's okay. I'll, so I'll start. The, the, the beginning? Yes. I can start with the beginning. Y- you should. It's okay. I'll help you. I'll help you along. Like, oh, that's so gross. The, the first analogy that came to my mind was a mama bird feeding a baby bird with its mouth. <laughs> That's us. Morph in my mouth, baby. I'm throwing. Yeah, when when you're having trouble, I'll throw up plot into your mouth to help you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, so let's talk about the two brothers, which we we op- What do we open up with? Do we open up with them talking, it, it, or do no, we open up? With- it, it it opens up with the younger brother getting a tape in the mail. And then he's getting... That's right. And he's, like, trying to find the the, the video format from the th- from a garage sale. Yeah. And it's a video of well, well, first, this woman can, can, talking about the ascension. Wait, I want to... Can I, can I... I'm sorry to already cut you off. I feel like fucking Kanye. Um, I'm going to let you continue, <laughs> but... I think it's very important. So this guy has like a flip phone and his brother keeps texting him about the battery. And he's like, dude, you got to buy a fucking new battery for my car. And he's like, all right, I see this. He's like, red, I'm going to spend all our money on this video, on this vintage video stuff, though. So, you know, yeah, it's choices. All right. You got this, sis. I believe in you. Okay, thank you. So. They have they they watch the video and they see it's this woman who we see later on is a pedophile. God damn it, Teresa! <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> she's not really okay. I we're think, really gonna have know, to get into. Sus. We're really gonna have to get into. I mean, as previously said, I can literally never tell what age anyone is. Apparently, so how old do you think the boy, the like brothers are? currently like where they are in the movie late 20s early 30s all right work i guess they just couldn't afford to hire child actors because in the few like clips and videos we see of them when they were younger they just kind of like looked the same but they did grow up in the cult so they, they were children at one point the woman also looks super I young think- though yeah i think like the woman is supposed to be eternally like in her 20s okay yes yeah and i think they arrived to the cult in their teens and the younger brother was probably younger than that yeah well it said well we'll explain how they got into the cult later so they see this video they're watching it Mm -hmm. it's very very heaven's Mm -hmm. gate yeah yeah she's talking about the ascension they're gonna go 
suicide cult. <laughs> and um, cult the other chuckles. the brother, the younger brother Aaron doesn't like the life that they currently have, which is no um, eating ramen in a in LA, um, being poor, having a shitty cleaning job. I guess they're janitors. Yeah. Right, I guess. No, 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 they're house cleaners. Did you uh, catch the name, the name uh, of the company that they work for? No, I didn't. Fresh Start Cleaners. Get it? <laughs> uh, fresh Start? <laughs> but up, but up, but up. Yeah. You know, you know me, I'm already, I'm always reading clothing. I gotta know what it says. Yeah. And so uh, the eldest brother says that they're basically uh, pulled them out of this cult that he claimed was a UFO death cult, that they're all going to commit suicide for aliens, all that classic cult stuff. And they were castrated. Um, and that they were all castrated. Very mm-hmm. fascinating. But in, but we'll find out later that they are, in fact, not castrated. They have full penises. Justin might not be the most honest, but, you know, sometimes sometimes lies are... are Dude, honestly, like, Justin is the most valid. I I will fight for Justin's life. He's a handsome boy. He's very um, handsome. He just wanted him and his brother to have the best life. He didn't want to be a part of this death cult, and he didn't want his brother to be a part of this death cult. But Aaron, all Aaron wants is to live forever and be a part of this stupid death cult. All right, I'm going to paint our viewers a quick word picture of what these brothers look like. So Justin looks like Chris Evans and Scott Pilgrim when he was playing the skateboarder ex-boyfriend. And then the younger brother, Aaron, looks like PewDiePie. He doesn't look like PewDiePie. Yes, he does. Why? why? To be honest, like, no. No? I don't know. They no, I would say I don't know what they they do look Scandinavian. It's true. <laughs> I love pretending I'm different Europeans. Get get on my level of Slavic, um, Slavic Dutch European. Thank you. I am Wonder Bread. You are Wonder Bread. <laughs> I feel like I'm Slav passing. What do you think, Slav passing? No, because Slavics are blonder. You're definitely more Italian. I'm South Italian too. It's like we're not, everyone like people will be like, "Yes, my family from Roma, Florence, Venetia," and I'm like, "Y'all ever heard of Calabria and Abruzzi?" <laughs> and then like the fact that I found out that like my grandma was lying to me about us being rich in the old country. She's like, "We had a castle on the shore," and then my dad's like. Why the fuck would we be rich in Italy if your fucking grandpa is here in America working in a shitty factory to send money back to Italy? Why would your grandpa, if he was rich in Italy, be working in a fucking rice factory in South Jersey? Oopsie. And I'm like, oh. Well, Where were we? Oh my god. I'm, I'm so sorry. This is such a fucking tangent. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> yeah, they decide that for um, t- because Aaron is having issues about his inability to make friends and get a girlfriend outside in the regular world, he wants to go back to the cult, which is known as Camp Arcadia. Mm-hmm. 
And Justin agrees and says that he's he'll take them there for just one day. And so they arrive and it's super cool, super vibey. They've got a campfire and beer. They make beer for income. Wait, on the way, on the way there. Okay, uh, first of all, they're in California, right? You said that? I assume they were from the palm trees, yeah. but maybe it's Florida, who knows? No, no, I think it was California because Florida doesn't really have mountains. Florida's a swamp. This is true, and Florida has more cold. I mean, and California has more cold. Yeah, but on the way to the camp, they stop at, um, you know, it's it's like one of those things you see when there's a car accident. There's like a picture and candles and flowers. So they go to. Oh yeah. What oh, yeah, what would yeah. you call that? Because it's not like a shrine. It's like a remembrance. It's a memorial. Yeah, memorial. That's the word. It's a memorial. Yeah, so that's their mom, and we learn later they were in a crash with their mom, and then Colt, Colt got them. They got them out. So this is, like, at the base of the mountain, and then, like, further up the mountain is where the cult is. Again, another movie where I would never be in this situation because you, you would never get me that far into nature. It just it wouldn't happen. Oh, bitch, I'd be that far into nature right away. Fucking kumbaya around a campfire smoking flowers. Bitch, I'm there. <laughs> See, I, it, it's like the same thing with, like, Midsummer. I'm like, oh, yeah, this seems like a fun time. You would, how would you get me there? You would dra- have to drag me kicking and screaming. We'd get, like, two hours outside of a city, and I'm like, I haven't seen a fucking 7-Eleven in two hours. Turn this shit around. How are you going to visit me in the Czech Republic without a fucking 7-Eleven? Do you not have 7-Elevens? We don't have 7-Elevens. <gasps> Do you have... Well, I know you don't have Wawa. That's even more regionally specific. I'll go with you. I guess maybe my real life horror movie will be when you eventually trick me into going in your Czech cabin and then you fucking funny games me. No, it'll just be a recreation of Hostel. It'll take you into the the torture chambers. <laughs> I I, I haven't seen Hostel. I love Hostel. I'm I'm a fucking freak. I love Hostel though. Oh. <laughs> we gotta watch Hostel. We gotta. But I can't watch it without you. I swear to God. We'll we'll try to we'll we'll find a way to make the internet work for us. Love Hostel. Yes. Ugh. All right. All right. So, so, we at the camp. Teresa's vibing. I'm vibing. I'm living my best life by the campfire. You know, they 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 meet. They see creepy Dave, who I love. Yeah, 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 he yeah. Just yeah. smiles. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, like at the he and he's right there. He's the first one you see, like right at the sign of the camp. <laughs> and they're like, and Justin's like, definitely not a call. <laughs> Yeah, because he's just in, like, his white button-up shirt and, like, his fanny pack, and he's just smiling. He's cheesing. I love him so much. I'm not going to lie. He's just always in the background, just (laughs) straight smiling. Dave, Dave, I feel like Dave's a good unproblematic fave. He's an unproblematic fave, for sure. Yeah, he is, for sure. For sure, for sure. What else? Ha- okay, they go to the dinner hall because they're hungry and they <laughs> have some delicious, uh, fresh food because that's all Aaron wants instead of ramen. He just wants some fresh vegetables, some fish. They meet uh, 
what's her face? The the former drug addict. Oh shit. Who who's obsessed with the tweaker gun guy. Yeah. She was Is that cute. Lizzie? Oh, I think yeah, that's Lizzie. Yeah, I think that's Lizzie. So I love her. <laughs> she's cute. I love when she's like, yeah, he screwed a, 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 what is it, a hole in his brain so he can stay permanently high, but he's drilled too far and that's why Dave permanently smiles. Interesting backstory. He's just constantly riding his high, you know? Yeah, for sure. And in this situation, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you just want to be living that way? (laughs) Yeah, for sure, man. Oh, we meet Tim, who looks like the dad from The Witch. Oh, yeah. The old guy with the padlock door. And he's like, this is for fishing equipment. Uh, No, beer. The beer equipment. equipment. Oh. And you're like, "Mm -hmm. mm-hmm. That's what he says up until the FBI shows up. Oh, yeah. There's some really good lines in this movie. It's pretty funny. I like how much the word culty is used, because it's like, it is culty. No, it's super culty. Yeah, I ha- I was thinking a lot about um, you know I'm a big fan of cults. Great. I, uh... That's what we want to. <laughs> that that is the opinion of Teresa. Um, I I personally could not even stay in my high school's art club, despite the fact that I was constantly in the art room anyway. That's how bad I am at joining things and sticking to it, so. That's fair. The The only club I ever stuck to was League of Legends Club. <laughs> That's a fucking cult. That's a fucking cult. You know, um... I have a I, I love cults. I love reading about cults. So the entire time when they mentioned UFO death cult, I'd like to bring your attention to the Czech UFO death cult. Oh shit. Talk that talk, Teresa. Let us give, give give the kids some knowledge. So it's called Universe People. And if you know about Universe People. It was founded in the 1990s, and their belief was that UFOs live among us and are communicating with the leader telepathically. And all the basically most of like the creepy like art of like the aliens with like the rainbows and the like the Aryan-looking aliens all come from like this Czech cult. Just so you know. <laughs> The whites. Yeah, so there's specifically two types of alien. Okay, I'm gonna, this is going to be a deep, dark tangent that I have fell through because I'm very curious about the people that believe in this and the, the shit that surrounds it. There's two types of aliens specifically. There's the aliens that are the greys, which are like the classic big-headed aliens with the black eyes, right? And then there's the weird human aliens that look like blonde hair white people which i fuck i hate both of these types of aliens if we're having aliens i want them to look like eldritch monsters but anyway (laughs) what about me your pink skin six-eyed alien what about me ain't i aren't i your favorite alien you are my favorite alien. You you belong in that, of course. I'm talking about the aliens that are create that are like the specific like 
cult aliens, okay? Yeah, I don't have a cult for my alienness yet, but maybe someday. Just yet. Yeah, I'm sending you on Facebook the aliens specifically I'm talking about. Just Google universe alien universe people if you want to know more. It's a Czech cult. Um, Ashtar Sharon. <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 looking. I'm trust me. I am looking. My eyes are growing ten sizes. I. I'm feeling very threatened by these Aryans. Fun fact, um, my mom went to high school with the guy that started this cult. Your mom- wait, with the guy that started this cult? Yes! Your mom went to high school with the guy that started the fucking universe people cult? I think so. That's- that's fucking incredible. The most influential person that came from my high school was Bob Saget. <laughs> Look, we're a small country, okay? Like, <laughs> the more you know. This is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> you know, I was just, I got so excited when they started about. When they started talking about alien, I mean, yeah, UFO death cults. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's all this I This is awesome. About. This is great. I love this. But this is very off topic because um, Camp Arcadia... Wait, I, I just want to say, I, I just want to say, I agree with you. My favorite aliens are the Predator and the Xenomorph. Basically anything that's just very monstery. Like, the creepier, the more teeth an alien has the better in my humble opinion so i agree the more humany ones that are just kind of like gumby looking that's that's not really my shit no i i hate human aliens i think it doesn't make sense from a biological standpoint it just doesn't make sense like from any sort of perspective i think the more like the more we can't understand it the more likely it is an alien to me you know what i mean yeah yeah the sexier it is i get you <laughs> the more monstrous the more sexy <laughs> i said what i said where are we this is not i like said earlier i'm like yeah this is a very tight this is a very tight movie um you know everything's important and like i feel like we're not even 10 minutes in we've gone on 500 tangents oh yeah we can't focus on this fucking this fucking this, thing. It, it's so good all right let's get to let's get back to this plot baby come on we're, we're you're doing we it this. we got okay. it <laughs> they're at they're at the table in the dining hall and they're realizing all the adults look uh justin's realizing all the adults look the same as when they left but aaron's convinced he's like this is just what good living does to you yeah, he's like this is just what healthy food and exercise god i wish it was that easy Good food and exercise can actually be pretty hard to come to, come by. Yes. I'm sitting here at my desk and I literally have a donut to my left and an apple to my right. I'm literally drunk off an entire bottle of wine right now. <laughs> and I didn't have dinner currently. So, you know, we take care of our bodies in this house. God damn it, Teresa. So what happens next after they're in the thing? Uh, it's just Aaron takes a nap and Justin goes on a run and he's running. He waves to this one guy who's just like walking with his head down, doesn't say anything. That guy comes back later. And now they're at a bonfire. And Teresa, I will allow you to 
resume your plot your plot summary oh is this the the scene where they're um where they think so this is when um dave runs ahead and they think that dave is standing on a ladder holding the rope and the idea of it is the struggle correct and they have to pull the rope loose to overcome the struggle and Aaron gets called up and he's able he fails at first but then he's able to overcome it and then um, Justin the older brother uh, attempts and fails and realizes that smiling Dave is standing behind him the entire time not actually holding up the rope yeah and I think this is actually the second night because uh, the first night I'm pretty sure no Justin goes with the head well he's not the head but Justin goes with kind of like the main (gasps) cult guy um, Hal back to his cabin and shows him a physics yeah the cult leader guy yeah but he's not the leader he says he's not the leader so he says he's not he's a cult leader all right yeah so Hal brings Justin back to his cabin to show him his physics equation and then uh Aaron goes back to Anna who is the lady that was in the videos cabin and she shows him her designs and then it's the next day and then Aaron's like Justin can we stay another night and Justin's like okay just one more and then that's when they do the struggle which is a really cool scene oh uh, i'm sorry i i totally forgot about that because doesn't um aaron like go to anna's cabin and talk about fashion Aaron doesn't know what sex is he thinks holding hands is third base I know it's so funny. Like later in the in the movie when he's like, "Yeah, we slept together," <laughs> and and like Justin's like, "Damn, I've never even done that," and and Aaron's like, "No, we we just fell asleep <laughs> in the same bed." Yeah, and then Justin keeps reminding Aaron that when they were originally in the cold, Aaron was just like a young guy, and and Justin's like, "Aaron, remember you were a kid and." Anna, who is older than you, well, now they're the same age, but back then she was older than him, and she he said yeah. she was making eyes at them, and then they have an argument over whether or not <laughs> women can be pedophiles, as you previously referenced. <laughs> women yep. can be pedophiles, by the way. Do you think Anna's, in fact... Do you think she's a pedophile? <sighs> I... I, I don't I, I want to know your opinion on this I, I mean obviously women can be pedophiles um, maybe she was like grooming him it doesn't seem like she did anything to him when he actually was younger it seemed like no. she's only making moves on him now that they're around the same age It's I don't have all the facts I would say that maybe like not to like defend whatever happened but i was thinking that maybe she might have gotten like a videotape or something from the creature that like showed like maybe their future together so maybe she believed that in the future they would be together so that's why she was like maybe making moves on him when he was a kid and now is continuing to make moves on him that's a lot I did not think of that. 
I think if anyone's a pedophile, it's probably <laughs> Hal, because Hal and Justin have a really weird relationship. Fair. I feel like if anyone... That's the old guy, right? No, Tim's the old guy. Hal's the pseudo-cult leader, because Hal and Justin, like, Hal's constantly... Oh! Because Hal's constantly being like, hey, uh, Justin, can you, uh, can you come over here for a sec? And they always have, like, these, like, dark m- metaphor talks and, like... And Justin was the one to, like, pull them away. I just, I feel like Justin and Hal have always had, like, a weird relationship. And Justin just does not trust Hal as far as he can throw him. Well, I wouldn't, I don't know. I wouldn't put it that far. But I would definitely say he doesn't trust him. But I wouldn't put it in a pedophilic sense. Yeah, I don't know. We were just on the topic. Yeah, I'm not accusing anyone of that. We don't have the facts, but it was brought up, so. But yeah, <laughs> Hal and Justin definitely fair, fair. like that's kind of where Justin wants answers. Hal has answers, but he's being super cryptic because Justin's like, "All right, this shit's fucked. Why are you all the same age as you were when we left?" And I got a video. It's just like mm-hmm. mysteries upon mysteries. Uh, what did you think was happening? Because this movie is very vague until you get later on. So kind of now in the sort of halfway point um, where we just have a bunch of questions. What were you thinking was happening? Well, I kind of... I'm not going to lie. I, pr- I figured out pretty quickly that it God was God like, damn it. Oh, you always fucking forever. do. You... God damn it. You always fucking do, don't you? You're so fucking smart. God damn it. You knew the bro- who the brother was in House of Wax. You just... You knew the dog was the alien. Fucking... What's next? You Did you know... Did you fucking know that uh, Bruce Willis was dead the whole time at Sixth Sense? My God. You were probably well, in the I know theater. You cultural pro- assimilation. Yeah, I know. Everyone knows that. It sucks we'll never get to, like, watch that movie without knowing the twist. Yeah, I don't know. Um, It was pretty, like, clear to me. It was something... I can't remember. They said... I I have it specifically in my notes where they say, um, like... I was like, oh... Oh, yeah. I wrote 40 years young, and then underneath it, I was like, oh, endless. Duh. They live forever. (laughs) But did you know it was... Spoilers for later, lads. Time loops! <gasps> I figured out the time loop when they showed the, the the tent of the guy constantly being in a repeat. There was the clock where it was, it was pretty early on. They, they, like, cut randomly to, like, the tent. We will get to that. That, ugh. Yeah, but then we see it closer up later. Okay, so... The, it's the, I guess, technically... The third day. All right, what because after the second no, day? No, it's the third day because Ooh. they got there. That's day one. The first night, they're just... Justin's shown mm-hmm. the house physics thing, and Anna's making her moves on Aaron. Mm-hmm. Second night, it's the struggle. Mm-hmm. And then we're now we're mm-hmm. at the third day. And... We got two moons. Yes, and then there's, they've also been getting notes on the doors to please be quiet. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, and then they go fishing. There's a lot of things that happen in this movie. Okay, so I think on the third day, they go fishing, correct? Yeah, they've been getting, I feel like we are all over the place. We are. Maybe I shouldn't have chose this movie. I feel like it's, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, god damn it. 
Okay. This is going to be a nightmare for me to edit. I'm so <laughs> I'm scared. Sorry. I think it's also because our Facebook like call has a really bad lag. Yeah, but I'm used to editing the lag. Uh, but I feel like I hear the lag even more. Like, I say something while you start saying something else. Yeah, but I'm used to editing that. It's more like feeling like our viewers, not our viewers, goddammit, our listeners are just going to be like, I mean, I'm hoping that they watch this movie and maybe, you know, paid for this movie, gave this indie movie makers like a bit of money. Yeah. Okay, let's do like a like a quick recap of everything we've covered so that people aren't too lost. Okay, yeah. So we're like halfway through. Uh They are young adults who escaped a cult. They go back because life is hard in the real world. Mm hmm. Uh, they meet a bunch of people who were there and some new people and everyone who was there when they left is the same age mm-hmm. and first night physics equation Hal says how the pseudo cult leader says it's the answer to everything and then during the day I believe Justin runs and he gets like Polaroids of shit mm-hmm. because that's how the thing communicates second night the struggle and then the third day is when we get a few more answers because I believe that is when in one of the in the second in one of the nights fuck my ass all right never mind okay but basically how at one point I'm gonna fucking kill myself are you okay <laughs> no this movie's so hard to describe right it shouldn't be it shouldn't be this is one of the most co this is one of the most tightly made movies we've watched <laughs> this movie is so tight and yet we're tripping over our feet like we're wearing fucking clown shoes trying to describe it it's because there's a lot of like little things that happen throughout the movie like yeah you can say the full plot but then you're missing out on like little things that become important later in the plot like first day he runs into this guy who ignores him that becomes important later and you're just like wait should i mention that in the beginning and it's just like yeah there's like a lot of little things yeah let's just go they're on the boat they're fishing yes and justin goes in because hal told him there there's some shit down there and you know what, T-Bone? What? Take it away. You, you. I'm gonna give you. I'm giving you the reins for a bit. I'm giving you the reins. All right. They're having a lovely discussion about staying there or not staying there. And then Justin's like, mm, "I saw this in a photograph that the thing gave me a while ago. Uh, I'm gonna jump in while my brother is talking and be ominous about everything." And so he strips naked. He is so sexy. I'm going to just go on a bit of a tangent here and say he is a very handsome man. And so <laughs> he he jumps. He, he does remind me of, of of a slightly skinnier, short-haired Chris Evans. Yeah, he looks like, like, he straight Chris up looks Evans, like Chris so. Evans. Um, but like a, a little less fit. Yeah, yeah. Like a, a little like a less handsome. Chris Evans, which is a more approachable Chris Evans. I don't want Chris Evans to be approachable. I want to have my lesbian crush on him from afar. All right. Well, I could have my bisexual crush on him from up close with Justin Benson. <laughs> yeah. I like that he has tattoos and they work it into the dialogue because they're low on money. And Aaron's like, yeah, and those tattoos were an investment. And I'm like, 
That's true. If they're really low on money, like, I've been wanting tattoos forever, but I just do not have the funds. Hey, if you got friends... They don't have friends, Teresa. That's part of the fucking problem. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell at you. (laughs) I'm sorry. All right. He dives into the water. Yeet. And Aaron's like, shit, he's been in the water for too long. Where's my brother? I'm worried about him. Oh, no. And then he starts, like, getting ready to strip and then... Justin comes up and is like, I saw something down there. And he drops a, 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 a safe, a, a portable safe of some sort. Like a lunchbox. And yeah, like an aluminum lunchbox. Um, also known as a portable <laughs> safe. <laughs> and then they, they row their way back into the camp and open the box. And what's inside the box? It's a little tape that I... Listen, we are... Well, we technically don't belong in any generational category, Mm -hmm. but we were here on the tail end of tapes Mm -hmm. and VHS and all that shit, Mm -hmm. so I don't know if water affects it. But they pull out a little wet tape. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, apparently it's fine, because then... Oh, shit... That they watch it later at the dining hall, and ooh, that monster is reading them the filth. They are being hashtag exposed. So exposed. Also, I think, uh, I think, I feel like water can't damage it too bad. I don't know. I don't know. I've never submerged my tapes into water, to be fair. But Justin wants to leave. They got, you know, they got to eat dinner first. Yeah. Justin's like, I want to go home. I'm sick of it here. There's too much weird shit going on. I just want to go back Valid. to eating ramen. And Aaron's like, no, we have to, um, we got to eat dinner and be civilized people and tell everyone our goodbyes, which is fair, but also fuck you, Aaron. Drew's <laughs> <laughs> is going to beat Aaron's legs. Dude, I swear to God, he's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found him an- annoying, but I'm I'm really taking joy from how much you didn't like him. It's it's really tickling Dude, me, um, especially at the end when he like. I'm sorry to skip. <gasps> oh ahead, no! But I'm just really I'm really mad about this because at the end he's like you f-, like he's like to Justin he's like you fuck up everything and I'm like Aaron, you're the reason. And he's like I just wanted to also fuck up something and like you risked their lives this man your older brother saved you from a literal death cult and you are accusing him of fucking up his his brother saved him multiple times yeah well definitely because he does something that specifically pisses me off later but yeah so we'll definitely get there eventually if we do it just it's like the Spongebob voice. It's like one medium tangents later. That's that's when it. That's when we'll get to it. But they're at the hall and they show the video. And what does the video show to Wisa? It shows Justin calling them crazy cult people and that they castrate themselves and 
that they are death cults. Well, it shows him and, like, two other guys. I'm assuming one of them is Aaron. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the third one is. But it shows them, like, outside on the side of the road uh, trying to evangelize this guy named mm-hmm. Mike, who also comes back later. And they're talking about, like, the alien lord and how they take donations and shit. Oh. Wait, I totally misunderstood that scene. <laughs> I just thought they were... What did you think was I happening? I thought they were just, like, imitating what the cult does. No, it's, like, them misrepresenting the camp to outsiders. It's not really explained why, but he does mention donations, so I'm assuming maybe he's, like, making up the money, the story to get money, mm-hmm. but it's it's not super clear. It just It's just showing how... Justin has always been painting this picture of this cult as like a terrifying UFO death mm-hmm. cult to the outside when that's not entirely the truth. And they're mad at him because he gave them a bad rep, but their main thing is making beer yeah. or whiskey, mm-hmm. I, some kind of alcohol. And they're mad at him because he's like ruining their rep and they're like, do you know how fucking hard it is to sell alcohol when everyone thinks you're a UFO death cult? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know what, sir? I mean, <laughs> with the fucking true crime buzz going on, man, people, hoes be throwing money at them for that cult alcohol, you yeah. know? You would. I, that's a call out if I've ever heard one. But hell yeah, I would definitely buy a UFO death cult beer just to try it once. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> Oh, and then previously you talked about the notes. On one of the nights, Justin sees... Because everyone's really gung-ho about being here at Camp Arcadia, but one of the nights he sees this crying woman who's constantly leaving notes for people to shut the fuck Mm -hmm. up because they party every Mm -hmm. night. And she's talking about how she came here to look for her husband and that her kid is back with her parents. So that's just like a little... That's like a little side plot. Like, that's like what you mentioned. It's like all these little things that kind of seem inconsequential happen. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to the end, it's like, oh, everything has a meaning. Yeah, definitely. I wonder how long, like, she's been looking for that husband and how long the husband has been out there helping the tweaker gun guy. <laughs> yeah. It's And it's like, it, it really breaks you heart, your heart later when you realize... Because they keep calling it the kid and the baby. Mm-hmm. But that kid is probably an adult now at yeah, this point. Or at least a teenager. Sure. And it's just... It's so it's so fucked up. And that kid's, like, never gonna... I mean, in theory, the kid could meet them, but he can never stay with yeah. them. Or if he does stay with them, he'll be with them forever. But never with both of them. And it's, like, it's so fucking mm-hmm. sad. So at this point, after being hashtag exposed, uh, Justin it Justin just fucking leaves the camp, but Aaron refuses to leave. So and Justin's car doesn't work because Aaron's a little bitch that keeps leaving the lights mm-hmm. on. So the and Aaron, okay, this is as a as a car owner slash driver, he leaves the lights on, so he's the fucking reason the battery was drained and needed a new one in the first place. So, cause because of him and his stupid car butt, the fucking car doesn't work. What a fool. Yeah, so Justin has to leave on foot. And gets lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 
there's fucking time loops. Also, and also, he gets into a huge yeah, yeah, yeah. fight with the cult leader Hal, which is also a prompt. Oh him. yeah, yeah. So he yeah. he calls. Okay, Hal claims he's not a cult leader, but um, Justin ends up calling him that and is yelling because they play the tape right. And the tape shows Justin lying about the intentions of the the Camp Arcadia, and that's damaging towards the the camp members. And he runs out because he's embarrassed because he doesn't want to see that. And then Hal joins him, and he's like, "Hey, I'm like, we forgive you, man. Like, it's okay, like." You know, totally okay with it, but they still get into this huge heated fight about the go- the happenings of the place, and um, Justin calls him a creepy cult leader, and he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He honestly is, as much as he claims he isn't. He kind of is. Yeah, he um, says that he 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 only seems like he's in charge because he talks the most, but yeah, kind of seems like he's in charge. Yeah, and then I guess Justin I guess they're implying like, that you know the entity is in charge, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Aaron doesn't want to leave, and then Justin tries to leave, but the car doesn't start. There you go. Now uh, he gets so Justin goes on foot and encounters several time loops. Yeah, so the first one is the guy who walked by him without acknowledging him two times before. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who is uh, he? He runs into him, his cabin, where he's literally committed suicide <laughs> by hanging. Yeah, he walks in and he's just greeted with the sight of a man hanging, and then the same exact man busts in fully alive right behind him. Yeah, it's kind of great. Like he doesn't even give a shit. It's so funny. <laughs> This scene is hilarious. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I love when when Aaron's, I mean, not Aaron, when Justin's just going around in these time loops, he just meets like, I really like these little, these little bit characters. They're all very interesting. Yeah, no, they're super, I, I, I really love Tweaker Gun Guy. He's really funny. <laughs> With his best friend, Mike. Yeah, but he's like chained to the wall. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get to that. Let's just finish up. Um, let's finish up describing this time loop, and then we will get to Tweaker Gun Guy and Mike. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. So this guy, suicide guy, wants um a gun from Tweaker Gun Guy because he promised him a gun, and he draws him a map so that he doesn't get lost and gives him a compass. Yeah. Yes. And he says he can give Justin a map back to Camp Arcadia, but he's not gonna until, you know, he gets that he gets that gun. Absolutely. Because he kind of gives us a little bit more information about the beast. I think he says that his time loop is only like a few hours long and that before it resets, you have to kill yourself mm-hmm. or else the monster is going to kill him for you. And he kind of goes into, like, why he thinks the monster is doing it. He's like, the beast, the beast, (laughs) the monster or the entity, it doesn't really have a name. Mm -hmm. But he's just like, it's doing this for his own sick entertainment. 
So it, basically the monster's kind of like creating all his own little pocket realities, like his own little different reality shows that he can keep people trapped in for its own enjoyment. Yeah. Do you, do you believe that? Absolutely. It's fucking terrifying. I totally believe that this entity is probably some kind of fucking dick. And depending on how much he likes the person, that's how long he gives them for their loop. Because mm -hmm. this guy is like a huge dick to the monster and he only has like a really short loop. But he says because Camp Arcadia are really they're kind of like nice to the monster they kind of like deify him a little bit mm -hmm. um what is vibrating on your fucking end oh what the fuck is that me. you're calling me on discord what like a few hours ago are yeah. we in a time loop <gasps> we're in a time i'm literally getting a call from you right now from Discord. no that's weird no teresa that's creepy no teresa that's creepy that's fucked up no i don't like that wow, i don't like that i hate loop. no i hate time shit we will get to that at the end of the movie because i really hype this shit up and i will explain why this shit freaks me out so much when we get to the end but no no time loops for me for me please but <laughs> i like i absolutely believe because camp arcadia gets 10 years for their loop and then they let the monster kill them and that's why i think they get so much time and then other people only get like a little bit of time because everyone else is like fuck because camp arcadia they're like oh this is kind of like our god almost and then everyone else is like fuck this hoe this goddamn entity is fucking messing with me all i want is a gun my life is a fuck <laughs> all i want is a gun all i want is a gun my life is a fuck <laughs> the tagline of this movie uh. <laughs> but yeah so, so what about that so Wait, sorry. So we see later that his younger brother um, gets a like gets a, a message from the beast that's saying that where to meet his brother, and then on his way to meet his brother, he runs into the guy that's only that's in a time loop for just ten seconds, oh. or ten minutes. Or ten is it ten it's, seconds? It's like ten seconds. So like that's where throughout the movie we've been getting the um the song. Like they at one night they do karaoke mm -hmm. where Aaron does his own cover of House of the Rising Sun where he changes mm -hmm. it to Camp Arcadia. It's so cute, everyone loves it, great. Mm -hmm. Uh not as good as my cover of it, of course. But that's where we get this. So this guy, it kind of looks like Civil War era almost, is in this tent with a clock outside of it and like a phonograph or whatever playing the first few seconds of there is a house. And then it loops back over like over and over again. And the yeah. guy constantly starts. He it's like loop starts. He runs out, disappears and then like goes over and over again and then Aaron sees him and like gets his attention through the window and then the guy walks towards the window of the tent and then fucking explodes for some reason like it's this one really freaks me out mostly because I don't understand it but also it's just it's so hellish yeah he, he's literally like 10 seconds running in and that's what I'm wondering is like does he like why does he only get those 10 seconds you know 
Does he really I think, hate the guy from your theory, or? Well, that's the entity's um, fucking vine because you know he has his long-running show, his ten-year show. He has like his shorter form, like a few, like a few uh, hours show, and then he's like when he just wants to watch something real quick, then he has his little vine of this man just getting up and running. <laughs> Oh my I God. don't know. I don't know, <laughs> Teresa. He's a fucking. Co- it's a. Do you like my stupid ass theory of this fucking Cthulhu's beast social like? It, this eldritch monster just wants to watch Vine, so he has to create his <gasps> own Vine. You know what? Just give just just give the eldritch monster a fucking smartphone, okay? <laughs> what if someone is like? eldritch monster i offer to you this ipad and then all of a sudden the eldritch monster is like you can all go oh my god this cat is so cute it's really playing a keyboard (laughs) and then everyone gets to be let free i did it see i told you i wouldn't be i thought i wouldn't be able to come up with a solution for this movie bam ipad iPad. <laughs> wow. Bam! iPad. I did Just it. Give I did this it. Invisible monster and iPad. Because we will get to it, but you know, last last time I was like, "All right, the answer for this one: self-immolation." But now let's get to your gun tweaker man, and we will learn self-immolation doesn't fucking work no, because it just it just speeds up the process. You just wake up again immediately. After you kill yourself. Yeah. Okay, so Justin has to get his gun, and he shows up, and like you said, he bangs on the door, and the guy's like, will you just fucking come in here already? And he's chained to a pole, and he's like, it's not weird, it's not sexual, my best friend Mike is helping me get off drugs. Yeah, it's so funny. (laughs) I love this fucking just boys will be boys solidarity that's happening with these two. (laughs) This is us if we were in the loop, isn't it? Yeah, this would be us. This if is we our. Were in the loop. This is this is our loop. Yeah. <laughs> would you be Tweaker Gunman, and or would I be Tweaker Gun? I feel like I would be Tweaker Gunman, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there might come a day where I have to chain you to a pole for some reason. <laughs> I feel like if I had to chain you to a pole, I feel like it'd be like to like restrain you from hurting someone. <gasps> No. I feel like you'd get into a fight with someone and then I'd have to be like, no, I'd have to be the one to hold you back. I don't think you would be able to hold me back. And that's the real I don't think I would be able to hold you back, but I feel like my presence of like being a good friend could hold you back. I don't think physically I would be able to, but maybe mentally. (laughs) See, I thought you were going to call me out because I'm not like, I'm not really a big drug or alcohol person, but I am a fucking sugar fiend. So I was like, instead of instead of fucking getting me off drugs, you're getting me off of like a box of donuts. This is stupid. This is uh, the fucking dude, kids. We both be in, dude. We both be in. I'd be eating a box of donuts while having you. Yeah, this is the fucking. Oh my god, yeah, this is the fucking kids bop version where like instead of like guns and drugs, it's like I'm chained to like a pole and you're just fucking eating a box of donuts. <laughs> Hi, this is this is the ghouls. 
Um, we had a little difficulty with the audio um, the first time we recorded it. We lost the rest of Teresa's audio at this point, so we're just gonna start over from the Gun Nut Tweakers res- residence with his boy Mike. You're yes, um, yeah, so when Star went for a pee break, I. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I didn't press record again. So that was the technical difficulty of me being I, a dumbass. I didn't want to call either of us out. I didn't want to be like, I peed because I'm a human. And then Teresa forgot something because she's also a human. And also we're idiots. I think it's, you know, it's fair. Okay. Like, yeah, I, it's, I, I'm okay with being called out. <laughs> You're okay with being caught out. All right. Yes. So we're at the gun nut tweaker's house because Justin has to get the gun for the other dude so that he can find his way back to the camp to get his brother. And these two guys, you know, they're just chilling it. They say, fuck you, eldritch horror. We don't play by your rules. We're going to listen to Star from the Thing episode, our favorite episode of Two Ghouls, One Brain Cell, <laughs> where she chanted, self-immolation self-immolation yep i mean you know if it works there maybe it would work here listen have i ever been wrong before yes the answer is absolutely (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) thank you for being honest oh but the gun nut so the gun nut tweaker when justin shows up is chained to a pipe because his best friend mike is helping him get off drugs Yes. Um, and Mike is actually the guy that Aaron and Justin were talking to in the video when the monster called them out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember that? When the monster made a call out post for them? Okay. And it's so sad because um, the woman that we mentioned earlier who was crying and leaving notes and talking about uh, how she was looking for her husband and her baby... Mike's her fucking husband, which we learned because Justin asks him, like, okay, well, if and when you get out of this shitty fucking time loop, what's, like, the first thing you're gonna do? And Mike's like, I'm gonna see my wife and my kid, and you're just, like, and he says her name is Jess, which was the other girl's name, and you're just, oh, shit, dude, you and your wife are both stuck in fucking time loops, and god your kid's probably not a kid anymore and it's fucking heartbreaking yeah and the he leaves little notes around but i no, mean he she leaves, he misses the he yeah, misses her he little misses notes it. yeah yeah he's like oh they used to drive him crazy but now like what he wouldn't give to find one because now he's just stuck with his best friend the gun nut tweaker <laughs> which you know god bless him yeah It's very similar to, like, if we would be stuck in a time loop. I very much believe we would also do self-immolation. Yeah. I feel like I'd be against it at first, but probably after (gasps) the first few times, it'd be like, okay, yeah, self-immolation time. Okay, but on the real real, I would never self-immolate. I just think it's a fun (laughs) thing to say, but I'm a... It's actually very terrifying. But yeah, so Mike is a good guy. He gives Justin the gun to give to the other dude with the map. Um, And the whole time he's getting this giant thing of gasoline and he's fucking soaking everything. And Justin's walking away and big fire, man. Big fire. Because you know what? Eats up the map, which doesn't really come back later. 
Well, they start their loop over again because, remember, you have to kill yourself before the monster kills you. Well, you don't have to, but the monster kills you in a real fucked up way. And, you know, everyone else other than Camp Arcadia fucking hates the monster. Like, Camp Arcadia is like, he's kind of our god. But everyone else is like, fuck that hoe. Fuck these time (laughs) loops. I'm killing myself the way I want to. And yes, but I mean, I mean, like they show the map burning, but oh. then it's and it's like, oh no, how are they gonna get back? But then they get back, fine, and yeah. get the other map. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Which I, which yeah. I was like, oh, okay, that was a little unnecessary, but fine. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So exactly what you said is the map to where the other guy's trailer or shack was burns up, but. Mm-hmm. Justin, Justin's a smart guy. He finds it anyway. He goes back. He uses the compass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, he's a good boy scout, whatever. And <laughs> the guy, the guy's not there when he gets back there initially. He must be on his one of his walks. And so he just puts the gun down and takes the new map to go to the Arcadia camp. And when the guy comes back he fucking he's so fucking happy to have this gun man like he's shooting at the monster he's like fuck you (laughs) and then and then he kills himself and then starts it all over again but he seems shocked for some reason yeah he thought that maybe the the more instantaneous death would be easier I mean, it was definitely probably better than his previous form of suicide, but he's like, he seems yeah. surprised that his loop starts over again. And I'm like, changing the way you kill yourself probably isn't going to restart the loop. It's just kind of like no. making, ending the loop easier, I guess. Which is what I thought his main reason was, but he seems genuinely shocked that it starts again. <laughs> he's like, fuck, Yeah. <laughs> and then it's also funny how many of his bullets he wastes just kind of like shooting in the sky like fuck you Cthulhu you tentacle bitch it's not Cthulhu though it yeah. is an eldritch monster it is I couldn't I don't Cthulhu. know I know I just don't know any of the other names of them yeah I don't know and this one doesn't have a name yeah he's just he's just the the beast the, beast. the entity yeah mm. Yeah, well, at the same time, Aaron is again looking for him, and like the shitty Polaroid the entity gave him, he gets onto this trailer Mm -hmm. where Justin also ends up, and the trailer, it's where the flower, like, I guess the guy that makes the flower is, Mm -hmm. there's like a note from him that says, went to the border to get my friends Byron. I have no fucking idea who Byron is. Yeah. I don't know either. I'm like, maybe it's something that was cut. Maybe we weren't paying attention to names too well because it's like a lot of things in this movie like loop back around. Yeah. Jokes. (laughs) But (laughs) yeah, come on, guys. Good one. Yeah, but no, thank you. But no fucking idea who Byron is. But now they have the map. The boys are together. They get back to the camp. But I think by the time they get back the cult is already doing their ritual right 
Uh, yeah. Uh, well, they get back, and um, the old man is unlocking. Yeah, Tim. Tim is unlocking, like, the the shed, which he claimed was for rowing or something. Brew. Brew. Growing? Growing. Do you think they got weed? Well, they do got weed, but rowing, like, like boat rowing, you know? No, no, it was brewing equipment. Oh, brewing. I don't know why I gave it an accent, but I feel like you have to say brewing equipment, (laughs) like an Irish or something accent. I feel like it's needed. Fair. So, yeah. And what's inside? fucking every kind of recording thing from the beginning the big real things that they had during world war Two, yep. and i think it was like the fucking 20s mm-hmm. to like 40s vhs's i don't think there's any dvds though he hasn't gotten the entity hasn't gotten that modern yet but yeah. like it's showing that they've been here and been getting like media from this entity for fucking decades. Yeah. Which is also probably why Tim looks so old is probably because he's probably been, like, there one of the longest, you know? Yeah, this room is just completely filled with fucking film that Mm -hmm. we can only assume is just full of lore from the sky. And while the boys are checking out the tape that starts playing... Tim rejoins the group and they have their last supper for all you Christians out there. Oh. See, I know a, I know a thing. I know, I know I know a little bit. I know I've heard of Jesus. Oh. And you, you might not believe it, but I have heard of him. I didn't even think about and that. Alright. <laughs> yeah. But as soon as they do that and the boys are in the shed watching the film it shows we as the viewer don't get to see Mm -hmm. it but we hear the noise and we see the aftermath of the fucking eldritch horror Mm -hmm. absolutely obliterating the cult members yeah yeah and um the younger brother uh justin i think or is it aaron aaron aaron's younger brother he's the one you don't like oh yeah fuck him so Aaron's like, oh no, my chance. And so he starts like running uh, to where they're circle jerking. And I wanted to get killed by the Eldritch Horror Scoop. <laughs> and then they he sits down and he's like, oh, I'm so sad. Like, I. And Justin's like, Oh, no, keep, yeah. going, keep going with your Aaron impression. I like it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, then Justin is like, well, if you really want, I'll stay here with you. And then, and then Aaron's like, actually, I just wanted to fuck up for once. We could leave now. I got your, like, admitting of wanting to do something with me for once. Let's leave now. And I'm just like, fuck you, Aaron. You and Justin, because Justin is like, dude, there. do you see that shit? Do you see how many moons are in the sky? Fucking three. You hear what that cult leader guy said? He said three is the fucking ascension, and these motherfuckers have already been ascended. We have to get off. I can't. We'd have to get 
down we have to we have to be running down this hill to not make a deal with that eldritch god mm-hmm. as opposed to what kate bush would have recommended <laughs> running up that hill make a deal with god and they also have to figure out how to start the car because Aaron Ugh. left the lights on. Ugh. Wasting the battery. Also spent, as previously stated, wasted money on film equipment instead of buying a new battery like a fucking bimbo. Yeah, we we don't we don't stand this man in this house. Listen, we stand stupidity normally, but I do not stand wastefulness. I don't stand. I don't. Okay, stupidity is fine as long as you're not putting anyone in danger. Yeah, huh. except for yourself. <laughs> except for yourself, you can put yourself in danger. Only a little bit, though. Only a little bit. Non-fatal ones... danger, and this is fatal danger. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh. they have to r- push the fucking car down the hill, and once they're they're really trying to escape by the skin of their fucking teeth and they do not have any time to waste and what does fucking Aaron do to make us even more mad at him uh oh he wants to fucking drive right yeah it's like they're in the kind of it's like they're in the middle of escaping and like Justin who had driven the entire way up and is pushing the driver's side and Aaron's mm-hmm. pushing the passenger side and like they are like the monster entity beast eldritch horror thing is basically turning into like a giant tornado that's swallowing up the entire mountain and they are barely escaping and Aaron's like hold up hold up hold up I'm gonna let you escape this mountain but let me drive though (laughs) Justin's like are you fucking kidding me and Aaron's like no I wanna drive and Justin's a good brother, so he lets him do it. And they eventually hop in and drive away. And ooh boy, it is close. You see the fucking birds trying to fly away and they can't get it. They're fucking hitting that wall like it's Neroy the Curse. Shout out. Yeah. Do we make a uh do we make a House of Wax reference yet? Uh probably. Sure we said it so. now. There we it is. It <laughs> there it is. Uh, lots of how ho- we just finished recording our summer of eighty. Oh shit! No, we didn't spin the wheel yet. Okay. Anyway, I guess no wheel spin this episode. Basically, we span the wheel. It it landed on summer eighty four. That's the next mm-hmm. one. And there are yep. at there are multiple House of Wax references in that. In case we didn't make enough this episode. Yeah, we make up for it. Don't worry, guys. Yeah, don't worry. We know you love us talking about Paris Hilton. <laughs> Dude, yeah. did you see? Okay, I okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Tell me. I think she was recently like, like, like for the AMAs. She was posting her outfit. She looked so <laughs> pretty. She looked like a Barbie she doll. She just had, I don't know, she had, like, a nice, like, silver cocktail dress, but then her ponytail had, like, the, like, Barbie, sw- like, sort of, like, waterfall, like, vibe, and I was just like, wow. Aww, we love I to love see that. it. Okay. Her. Sorry. Erin's being a bitch. I mean, I was just kind of hoping you were going to say she was wearing a Swarovski crystal-covered head-to-toe tracksuit, but, you know... <sighs> We you can't know, always get what we want. 
She probably will do it one day. Just, just give her some time. The girls are thirsty. You know what? She is having her best stoner hand glue each little diamond. <laughs> but her best stoner is also a 98-year-old Italian woman named Yolanda, <laughs> who she keeps in her basement. So it's going to take a while. <laughs> when you said this stoner, so I thought you meant like... Yeah weed stoner and i was like yeah it was um it was a double entendre i'm trying to get to the next level of my joke making you know i'm trying to really hit hit the intellectuals hard okay i'm sorry i'm not intellectual it'll go right over my head (laughs) i'm working on it (laughs) all right so they're barely escaping they're hopping into this car and the shit's fucked everything it's literally a living tornado is chasing after it and then as soon as they pass through the barrier it's it's happy days are here again it's sunny the birds are flying normally not in a creepy circle yeah i'm proud of them yeah you said i remember they made it i remember you said you didn't think they were gonna escape like because you didn't think there was gonna be i really thought they were gonna smash right into that wall and die yeah like that's definitely one way to end this movie for sure like i remember the first time i watched this i was like Uh. oh there's no way this has a happy ending you know yeah i was like i was totally thinking like the next scene is like they're gonna smash into the wall and die and then the next scene is gonna be them driving up to the camp again (gasps) but no oh my god Teresa. I love this movie, and I think this movie is, like, super tight, but oh my god, that would be... Mm-hmm. I, if that was the ending, I'd probably cry. That's... Ooh, that's so fucked up. That's... Ugh. Oh, that's not what I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say, like, oh, they smash in the wall, and then they're stuck in their own loop, like, <laughs> right on the border. But oh my god, the idea of, like, they crash into the wall, but then hard cut them driving up to the camp again oh my god and like it just ends Mm -hmm. just ends like that that would be so awesome your mind thank you You said see you said you weren't smart you said you weren't smart enough to get my jokes but you were smart enough to come up with that i think that means my jokes are just bad (laughs) no they're good jokes I don't know, Teresa. What you just said to me was pretty fucking big-brained. Oh, well, thank you. Well, I mean, I guess Teresa obviously has all the brain cells, but it's time for us to decide how many... Oh, it, it, I guess there's nothing really else that can happen other than that, like, the boys are closer now. I guess, like, Aaron and Justin are on more, like, equal footing, and... Mm-hmm it's a very happy ending yeah. as opposed to the mind fuck Teresa just came out. <laughs> yeah I, it was nice to have a you never you don't see happy endings that much in horror movies so it was kind of nice to get that yeah this is I mean House of Wax kind of but also they were like but there's another one and I'm like uh, I don't think anything's gonna happen but I, yeah this is definitely our happiest ending for sure yeah yeah so how many brain cells would you give the endless teresa oh man i don't remember what i gave it last in our like previous recording but definitely nine nine out of ten hell yeah whoop whoop yeah yeah well it i was think really I, good i think i remember you like oh no that was the thing i just remember you being like 
Now I know I give low scores, but I'm gonna get I'm gonna surprise you this time. And yeah, this movie is definitely a nine, nine out of ten. We, yeah, I think we also agreed last time. I think our things were matching because this yeah. movie is really tight, and I really hope the my Judaism into Yu Gi Oh diatribe doesn't get cut out. <laughs> But yeah, I'm, I'm a little nervous about that, too, because that yeah. was such a good tangent. <laughs> that, that tangent, that was a tangent of all tangents. But yeah. also, it, it's re- a good it's a real good example of being friends with me where I go from a speech about the Jewish interpretation of death into what if the world was Yu-Gi-Oh just at a drop of a hat. Yeah, well, we'll we'll get more options to discuss uh, Judaism and Yu-Gi-Oh in the same context in this podcast. So one of these days, you know. an episode is going to be no movie. It's just me with a fucking chart with Yu-Gi-Oh on one side, Judaism <laughs> on the other, and then the overlap in the middle. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, bring back the Venn diagrams. That's the word. Okay, like I said, um. Y- after this, next week, we're going to release a Summer of 84 episode. I also reference the circle charts in that. We could not fig- come up with the name. We're in a time loop. This is so crazy. We're literally like time traveling. We're back in time, but we're also before in time. We could not think of the word uh, Venn diagram in that episode. No, no, I'm pretty sure I said Venn diagram star. According to the time loop in my mind, um... <laughs> uh, well, according to the time time loop in my mind, I definitely said Venn diagram. <laughs> I like how this is our new excuse. Be like, no, 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 that doesn't. It's like Valentina in Drag Race, where she's like, it just it doesn't fit with my fantasy. I'm like, this doesn't fit with my time loop. I'm like, yeah, that was last time loop. Excuse you. That that no longer counts in this time loop. <laughs> well. I know what it's I said time. last time, Loop, but I'm a different person now. What's it time yeah, for? Well, Would you recommend it's it? T- oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say that um, this time, Loop, we... This is a different... Oh, my God. <laughs> not cutting it. You can cut most of this no, out of to. me trying to find to. the words. No, but I don't want to. You see, this podcast, the last, the original version of this podcast, which you guys the will see in the loop. beginning, the is the initial loop. time loop. And then the second half of this podcast is the second time loop. And halfway through, I died. <laughs> How did you die? When Star went to go pee, I died by, um,. I don't know, coughing out a lung? I don't know. Oh no, not not self-immolation? No, I think I choked on some beer. (laughs) (laughs) Yummy. No, I choked Mm. on uh, Justin's cock. Okay, yes, I would recommend this movie greatly. Well, as um, a God-fearing lesbian woman, um, (laughs) I would also recommend this movie. I recommend this movie a lot. This movie 
And if you talk to me about this movie, it also gives me an excuse to talk about Judaism and the concept of life. But then I'll most likely get a panic attack talking about it. And then I'll be like, all right, we have to change the discussion. Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! It's time to die. Yu-Gi-Oh! GX Generation X? Degeneration X! Come okay. on, get your game on. Come on. You. Listen, Come guys, on when you're feeling cards, right? When you're feeling sad and suicidal, yes, you should go get help, but also just start singing the Yu-Gi-Oh GX theme song to yourself and I'm almost certain it'll help. Hanging out with the yeah, crew in the schoolyard. Fun and trouble, <laughs> never looking too hard. Will we get sued by four kids for that? I sure hope so. <gasps> Four kids, hit me up. I love your Yu-Gi-Oh! GX dub. It's so fucking funny. I'm a big fan. <laughs> this is All so right. stupid. This was like a good movie and we're just here being like... <laughs> Degenerates? Yes. Degener- Degeneration X! Man, I think we've hit all our references this episode. House of Wax, yeah. Drag Race, Wrestling, Yu-Gi-Oh! Judaism... This is kind of like our biggest hits. I like it. Yeah, I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us too. I think we did a good job. Mm. And I can also agree that Justin's very hot, but I don't know if it was cut out. But like, again, he has that very, I mean, Chris Evans is actually, he's back to the short hair beard look. So Mm. he was It's a good look. Yeah, he was early Chris Evans. And now he's also current Chris Evans. I, I have a, I have, you know, I have one brain cell, and that one brain cell has a very soft spot for uh, skinny boys with tattoos. So, you know, yeah, he's like he's got a little bit of fit to him. And then when I have the one brain cell, I put it right in the middle of Chris Evans' boobs, right in there, <laughs> just to keep it safe, just to keep it safe. Yeah, I mean those those boobs are pretty like. I feel like it'd be like, you know how in the Spongebob movie, um, <laughs> the like, what's his face? The the guys... David Hasselhoff? Yeah, Dave, David Hasselhoff. You guys can't see this, but I'm currently grabbing my chest in which, and they like, the, the, the pecs like separate and then, you know, like scrunch our one brain cell so that it keeps it nice and <laughs> Okay. My head is in my hands. I'm fucking speechless. <laughs> uh, see, I I had thought we had gotten all of our um, best references out, but the best one was yet to come. The fucking SpongeBob movie. <laughs> I feel like I've been talking about that movie to a bunch of people lately. It's it's a good movie. I had it on DVD at one point. It was supposed to be the end of the series, but Nickelodeon said no. I want more money, and then kept it kept dragging the corpse of Spongebob around like Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. I heard the newer movies are pretty good though. Oh, the superhero one? I I don't know. (laughs) Man with half the facts versus man with none of the facts. (laughs) Just the only fact I know is oh, I've heard the movies okay. <laughs> and Teresa heard that from a toddler sitting on a park bench all alone and their next words were please will you help me find my mummy and Teresa was like no 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 what other hot takes about the Spongebob movie do you have lost orphan child 
please, I just need to help find my mummy. Okay, yeah, nah. but like... <laughs> <laughs> the Spongebob movie, though, the new ones, are they good? I haven't seen them yet. <laughs> what does Spongebob do, though? <laughs> fucking idiotic. Oh my god. Uh, well, we don't have to spin the wheel... Which is good for me because then I don't have to find a sound clip to make. I'll miss putting the wheel in sound and maybe I'll put a different... Teresa, I'll put in a fun kind of uh, sound effect. What kind of sound effect do you want? Um, like a, like a boing. Boing. All right. Next week, we're going to be talking about summer of 84. Yay. All right. (laughs) I think that was enough empty space for me to put a boy oink in. Uh, and maybe, maybe, maybe an awooga. I don't know. Let's go crazy. Awooga. Awooga. <laughs> Degeneration X. <laughs> you know what? We don't need sound effects. We make them enough. You know, I think we're, we are our own Foley artists. Yeah, you Although know, we're, I- dude, like a soundboard, you know? We should get a soundboard. I like podcasts with soundboards. And then I get, like, the soundboards clips stuck in my head. You know, like, that Race Chaser podcast? They have the one clip of Chad Michaels saying, Up, do. And I get that stuck in my head. (laughs) And no one knows what I'm saying, because I'll just randomly go, Up, do. And people are like, Are you okay? And I'm like, No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been okay. No. (laughs) Have you listened to my podcast? Clearly, I'm not. (laughs) Us and us and our three and a half listeners. I say half because one of them's me. Yes, we love all of you. All, all, all three of our listeners. We got one: Czech Republic, Germany, Canada. I hear there might be some Americans listening, but I think that might be a rumor. Hmm. Hmm. Tell her, tell your friends about us. God, I don't, I'm trying to run this social media, but I'm like, I don't know how to get people to listen to this. If you like yeah, us, I've... or if you don't like us, hate listen to us, just get our listings <laughs> up. I don't care if you hate listen to us. Yeah, like, you know, just, just give us anything and write a review. That's a thing. Like writing reviews on uh, iTunes. Oh yeah. We've never asked for one of those. Yeah. I would love a review. It can be one word. It can be like bark. Yeah. And then you just put in the and then you just put this is a review from a dog. And if you're reviewing as a dog, it has to be five stars because all dogs are nice. You can't be mean and pretend to be a dog. Or or um, just tell us your favorite Yu-Gi-Oh generation and why. Yes, 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 yes. You have to tell us which season of Yu-Gi-Oh is your favorite. No, I don't... And you have to write a full essay no, explaining I was, why. I feel like season is a, just just your favorite generation, you know? Is it? What's the difference? Well, because, I don't know, like, y- Yami Yugi and Yugi are, is like, has multiple seasons. Oh, I guess so. I guess, like, series? Would that be the correct word? No, I think generations is fine. Because... Right? Degeneration <laughs> X. And if it's not Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, then no, I won't cry, but I'll definitely hold my Jaden Yuki keychain closer <laughs> to my heart. I'm so sad. I'm so, oh my god. I literally have a table 
covered things I've done recently on a whim cut bangs made a fuck ton of brown pom-poms to turn into fucking Karibos I'm yeah. not okay <laughs> <laughs> is it a cry for help maybe 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 um <laughs> oh god I really hope we didn't lose the part where I s- talked about how I'm not normally suicidal but there was like one day where I was like what if I kill myself to enter the Yu-Gi-Oh world and you just kept getting mad at me because you're like Yu-Gi-Oh's already real you dumb bitch and I'm like yeah but I can't fuck dark magician girl not yet anyway yeah well this is so stupid I, yeah, I want to know if the, the my obsession with harpy ladies was kept in too Dude, happy ladies are hot, but I couldn't fuck them because they have the big ass fucking talons. Oh yeah, you, the, they the would, thing you don't like. But also, it's like they would. It's like they're sexy, but also they're part bird, and it's like I like the woman, but the bird's a little bit of a deal breaker for me. And I'm sorry to say it. I know this is controversial. I know this is probably the most controversial thing I've ever said, but. I I honestly don't think I could fuck a harpy lady. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry. I don't know if we also get to kept in the part where I talked about how I would hold the the harpy girl <laughs> card and just heavy breathe as a <laughs> as a wee lass. <laughs> I actually yeah, my mom got rid of most of my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I have a few left. They're pretty much all sexy lady cards, and I'm like. How did? Well, actually, my mom did know. My mom called me out on being a lesbian pretty young, and I was still in denial. And then eventually, I was like, "Yeah, you got me. You got me, gal." I can't even say how did no one know. Everyone knew, just not me. <laughs> All right, let's let's end this episode. Yeah. Enough Yu-Gi-Oh. Enough. <laughs> being gay if you guys like us talking about Yu-Gi-Oh or you want to talk about us on Yu-Gi-Oh you can email us at two ghouls one brain cell with the numbers two and one at gmail.com follow us on Instagram and on Twitter we are two ghouls one brain because the cell made it too long fuck you Twitter um (laughs) write a review even if it's mean, as long as it's five stars, you can call me a bitch. I don't care. Just five stars, please. Yeah. Tell me how terrible my mic quality is, please. She's going to work on it. If you Maybe if you point it out, maybe it'll encourage her more to actually get a mic. Come on. She needs, <laughs> yeah, cause, she needs encouragement. Am I putting it off? Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, she's like Tinkerbell. She only uh, does what you want when you throw garbage at her. That's how it works, right? <laughs> Someone just throws. Yes. I want a comment that's just like ten tomato emojis, and it's but I'll, but still five stars. Just a bunch of tomato emojis <laughs> and like a barfing face, and I'm like, listen, if it's five stars, you can say whatever you want, except slurs. Yeah. Don't say slurs. If you are not a lesbian and you write the word dyke in our comments, I will find your location and beat you up. If you are not a black person and you say the N-word in our comments, I will send my dog to bite your penis off. And if you don't have a penis, metaphorically. Do not say slurs, (laughs) please. Okay, Paris needs to pee. I'm sorry, Paris. I've been putting it off. But you know what Paris also says is it's not over till the Wilhelm screams. Ah! I can't do the Wilhelm scream. Bye. Bye.